It's about time to take your great idea and turn it into a reality with Squarespace. They make it easier than ever to launch your passion project. Are you trying to showcase your work or sell products of any kind? Well, you can use their beautiful templates and customize just about anything and make a beautiful website all by yourself. And if you get stuck, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support that is there to help. Go to squarespace.com grace for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code grace to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hey friends, this might be the most exciting episode yet. I mean it when I say it, I say what I mean. It is, you asked for it and we delivered. It's with the one and only Jack Ferry. Oh, you're also listening to Not Too Deep with me, Grace Helbig. I hope that was clear. Hopefully you clicked on the right thing and this wasn't an accident and now you wouldn't even be listening. You'd be gone by now. You'd be on to Pornhub or wherever you meant to click on before this. So hopefully this is a great episode that you guys will enjoy. I mean, I know it's a great episode. I was there for it. Well, jury's out on whether I was actually there for it. Physically, I was. Uh... Jack got a chance to sit in the hot seat, the guest seat on Not Too Deep, and tell us some of his opinions on a variety of things. We heard so it's such a spectrum from political stories to um, palm reading drug fronts to Rudy Giuliani to, you know, the, the list is endless. And we had a surprise guest. Uh, some of you might wonder if Jack was the guest, who was producing the episode? Well, you'll have to listen and find out. So enjoy this episode of Not Too Deep with Jack Ferry. And when you're done, go over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash it's grace and see the challenge that Jack and I uh, participated in appropriately titled the challenge challenge it was our year in review of all the challenges that we have gone through on not too deep and uh it was it was amazing how much we forgot <laughs> uh, but really fun so i hope you enjoy this episode of not too deep with jack Ferry. and make sure you check out the youtube challenge challenge when you're done thanks for listening guys enjoy how do i look <laughs> That's how every podcast audio should start. How do I look? How do I look? You look great. If they only knew the new facial tattoo you got. <laughs> Jack Ferry, this is so fun. Yeah. We thought it would be a really great way to kind of round out the year with a good old-fashioned Jack Ferry episode of Not Too Deep. Yes, indeed. This is the first time we're doing Did we do this last year? Uh... This is the first time I've like been on the pod, like in front of the camera on yes. the podcast as like a guest. I know you are this like <laughs> man behind the curtain to everyone. Uh, yeah. And this has been demanded by the masses. They want this Jack Ferry episode. They need this Jack Ferry episode. I and guess so, so. Hopefully we deliver. Yeah. Hopefully what you want. guys like what I have to say. Because <laughs> Lord knows <laughs> it's really important questions that will be asked. Hopefully they're not after like, oh, uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, Get back behind the camera. That's, yeah. uh, <laughs> Unsubscribe. Um, <laughs> I thought it'd be fitting, since this is kind of an end of the year roundup, to ask you some of the old questions that I've asked previous guests on Ooh, episodes of Not Too Deep. What a great idea. Yes. Yeah, so let's jump right in. Okay, cool. Do you like leg hair or arm hair better? Hmm. On me? I mean, you have to interpret that for <laughs> yourself, I guess. Let's see. Um, leg hair or arm? Yeah, I'm going to go arm hair. Arm hair. Yeah. Okay. On you or on people? On, in general. In general? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, arm hair can kind of look uh, 
masculine on a guy. Yes, that's and, true. Um, and, you know, sort of delicate and feminine on a lady. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Whereas leg hair just never looks good, I don't think. No, yeah. On either no, men or women. I don't think leg hair is a, is a great... I don't think legs are a great place for hair. No, I agree. Can't say it. But to each their own, if you... I like remember, your leg hair. Do you remember there was like these, there was American apparel ads back when they were selling like men's shorts that were ridiculously short. Mm. And then they would, they would hire these like really skinny male models right. with like the hairiest legs possible. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's just not a good look. I don't know how that sold more shorts. <laughs> I don't know that that advertisement was working. I mean, I get it. It's like, you know, own it. You've got hairy legs, man. Wear those short shorts. Yeah. Go on. I mean, if American Apparel is going to do something, it's going to confuse the senses. <laughs> yes. That's their specialty. Yes. If you could give yourself any award or have an award dedicated to you, what mm. type of award would you want dedicated like, to you? What? Well, this is boring because I would want like a filmmaking award <laughs> yeah, like or something. I want, I want an Oscar. Yeah, so. an Oscar. So, <laughs> next question. No, you know what? I want an EGOT. Oh, okay. What about an award that's like you're being honored as blank of the year uh-huh. that you have to give a speech of acceptance Ooh. and you have time to think about it? Like there is an event held in your honor. Okay. What do you want your title to be? So I get like a like a lifetime achievement award at like the Kiwanis Club or something. <laughs> yeah, big time. My mom's there clapping right along. <laughs> like if I had to be on stage and I, mm. and I was like. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor to introduce Jack Ferry as blank, 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 blank. Okay. Um, so I've, I've given two best man speeches. Have you? Yeah. And it was really fun because what I realized was uh, this could just be a roast. Yeah. And that's what I that's, did. Those are the best speeches when they become a roast yeah. and it's just entertaining. Yeah. Who were they for? Uh, one was for my best friend in, from New Jersey mm-hmm. and one was for my brother. Oh, yeah. that's fun. I, I destroyed my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the only chance you really get the permission in front of family and yeah. friends. Well, what's great is he loved it. My brother has such a great sense of humor. That's great. That uh, after like, he was just like, dude, best speech ever. Man. <laughs> he loved it. Well, I like when you can tell that the maid of honor and the best man are comfortable giving the speech and are entertaining. Yeah. Because I've seen some that are just oh, kind of painful. Of I've yeah. seen some of the worst. Yeah. The, the, the people when they're like, I'm just going to wing it. You know, it's going to be a bad speech. It's going to be bad. It's going to linger for way too long yeah. about nothing. Oh, yeah. And they're going to be like, well... I've talked too much, so cheers. Yeah, I'll give I'll give one piece of advice if yes. you're going to do a best man or uh, maid of honor speech, which is just if you don't know what to write, just pick one sort of iconic story. Yeah, and just go off of that. Yep. Because if you can just do one iconic story and just build off of that, then it doesn't have to be long. Doesn't have to be too much. Yep. That's really it. I think that's a good piece of advice. I will say complimenting the significant other is oh, always hundred percent a good thing to do. Very classy. Well, I. I kind of roasted her a little bit too. (laughs) But she's your sister-in-law now. Yeah, in a way that was fun. Yeah. Um, So I guess, do you remember when Stephen Colbert did like the, that like speech in front of, um, it was like the White House Correspondents Dinner and he just like roasted George W. Bush. No, I didn't In front of George W. Bush. Amazing. Like that would kind of be amazing. Not that I would want to roast Obama, but I would love to, um, that would be 
that would be pretty epic. Yeah, to have permission to make fun of someone very, very powerful. Yeah. And it, it's okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and, exactly. Encourage. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to do one of those like Comedy Central roasts. Those seem kind of stressful to me because they're not only is it comedians roasting one person, but they're yeah. roasting each other too. Oh, yeah, I know. And it just, some of it gets like real I got cutting. Roast, I got roasted by uh, Jeff Ross. Did you? Yeah. The roast master? The roast master. He was, he was doing something at the YouTube space. Um, and so he did like a little mini set for us, the participants oh, of this great. workshop or whatever. And at the end, like when he finished like his, his stuff, he was like, does anyone want to get roasted? And I was like, shoot, my hand shot up immediately. <laughs> so they had this guy like once in a lifetime yeah. opportunity. Um, yeah, and he just made fun of me from because he's amazing because we're both from New Jersey, so uh, right. naturally. He, I watched his special that I guess he did a long time ago where he roasted inmates in prison. And oh, I want to see that. It's really good. It starts off a little shaky, and you wonder, like, what's gonna happen? There's like inmate, he roasts a male prison and a female prison, and it's so interesting wow. how he kind of approaches them differently, and it's really amazing how. It, you know, he really like feels out the room of the inmates, yeah, especially yeah, the yeah, males. Yeah. So he pulls some punches at first. Yeah. And then he probably opens up. Yeah. And he, d- cool. he like kind of backhandedly like compliments them of like, you know, we yeah. all fuck up. We all make mistakes. That's probably why most of you are here because you made one bad mistake. And you know what? I believe that you can be better. And like, it's weirdly motivational and inspirational. That's amazing. Yeah. Highly recommend. Um, okay. What do you think about people in restaurants that make the guacamole right next to your table? Oh, uh, that makes me nervous. <laughs> I hate that. It's just such an awkward social thing. Yeah. Cause you're like, do I make conversation now? It's unnecessary. <laughs> that happened to us when we went to, well, I remember we were, we went to like a big group dinner in London and they did that. Remember we went to that, it was like Jamie Oliver's yeah. like Mexican restaurant or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, no. It's, no. Yeah, I'm like, I don't need this to see it Benihana. get made. Go away. <laughs> but it's always rare that it's only guacamole. It's not like the whole meal gets prepared in front of not you. Mention, it's like, what, like, I trust you, dude. I know you're not going <laughs> to use like a rotten avocado. I'm like, this isn't <laughs> impressive. You're just punching shit in a bowl <laughs> yeah. next to me. Like, you're proving to me that I could have made this at home. Is this what you're right. trying to do? In a, in a culture that doesn't really tip. <laughs> so what's the... I know. I didn't get that. How do you think the Frisbee got invented? Mm. I know. I, it really is a challenging thought. <laughs> uh, well, that immediately when I hear that question, it just makes me think of the scene in Back to the Future 3. Didn't see it. You didn't see Back to the Future 3? No, I barely remember Back to the Future. I don't know that I watched that full movie. All right, well, spoiler, but yeah. in Back to the Future 3, they're in the Old West. Whoa. And uh, Michael J. Fox throws a, a pie tin... <laughs> <laughs> to, at like a bad guy. Yeah. And uh, then he looks down at like the pie tin and it says Frisbee on it. And he's like, huh, that's funny. <laughs> and it, uh, the joke being like, that's all the Frisbee was invented. Um, I, I like to that. think that Joe Frisbee. <laughs> <laughs> a guy with a lot of time on his hands. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also from New Jersey. Yes. Um, you know, came from a poor family. Yes. And uh, they only had hubcaps to play with. He's, he's Irish, he's New I, Jersey? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, from the Irish Catholic. Are you pitching me a film right now? I am pitching you a film. Um, <laughs> uh, Frisbee, a boy in his dream. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to get invented. Hollywood, call me. Call, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Hollywood, please call Mr. me. Mr. Hollywood, if you want to see my movie about Mr. Frisbee. <laughs> I see where you're going here. Uh, how do you prefer your potatoes? Mmm, I'm not a potato guy. 
Not even French fries. I mean, like if, how, like tots, mashed potatoes. I, okay, I do like a tater tot. Okay, <laughs> I'll admit it. Well, thank God you're human. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> I I am human. Human. <laughs> uh, I like a yeah, I like a I like a good tot. It's a yeah, they're delicious and they're very overlooked. Yeah. Especially just, have you ever had sweet potato tots? I'm not a sweet potato guy. Whoa, okay. I Cross know. the line. Sorry, I crossed the line. Not to get divisive here, but uh <laughs> No? I, it's uh starchy food just doesn't really I don't know. It doesn't wow. really do it for me. Humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll skip my next question. Why is bread the best? So. <laughs> uh what secret power would you most want? Mmm. Okay. I think probably freeze time. Oh, but like you can move within time freezing? Of course, naturally. <laughs> if I froze too, that would be ter- That'd be the worst power. It wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, probably freeze time. Reverse time? Like rewind? Mm, that, Only freeze. That, Fast forward? No, that would be cool too. I would like to be able to manipulate time like a movie on a DVR player. Yeah. That would be cool. I'd be into that. Yeah. So gonna, you want you want to recreate uh, the Adam Sandler movie Click? Oh yeah, that where he actually could do that with was it with an actual remote control? Yeah, with a magical <laughs> remote control that I believe he got from uh, who's the dude he got that from? Christopher Walken. Oh yeah, Why? I haven't watched the movie, so I don't really. <laughs> no, I need to watch the trailer, and you've seen the whole film. There you go. That's the sign. Morgan of a great Freeman trailer. wasn't available. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me Morgan Freeman was in the movie. Oh, that would have been great. I would have been like, whoa, he did them a favor somehow. But there is a de- there's like an ongoing debate as to what the best superpower is, flying versus being mm. invisible. If I, I had to choose between the two, which would you choose between the two? I would, if you mean like being able to go in and out of being invisible? Yes. You're or, not invisible forever? Right, not invisible forever. I That, I would want invisibility. You'd want that more than flying? Yeah, because flying. It feels cold, doesn't it? Don't you think it'd be cold also, up there? also like, it's cool for a second, but then you're like. Now what? It's like those stupid gliders. Like it yeah, must be those. fun at first. And then you're like, well, no, I did that. So yeah. what happens next? Now I just want to walk like a normal person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Essentially, those gliders are flying. You're not, you're moving well, without using your arms or legs. That's true. And I would like to have a flying car when I'm stuck in traffic. Los Angeles. Hey, very inside baseball. Yes. Sorry. What, um, what would you choose? Flying or invisibility? Mm, I would choose invisibility too. What about being able to read minds? I feel like that would be a curse. I would hate that. Yeah. I, I used to think that would be what I wanted, but uh, no. I If you really practically try and think through what that would be like, I w- it would be miserable. Yeah. And how many thoughts you actually have in a moment of time, like how many passing thoughts yeah, speed it, through. It would, be, it would be like shouting. You'd be like, shut up, <laughs> shut up, stop thinking. And it's like, wait, what's the Mel Gibson movie? What Women Want? Where he could read uh, their thoughts cl- or classic, something? Classic, classic movie. <laughs> yes, that sounds terrible. It um, seems like take movies get made by just taking one superpower, giving it to a struggling man in their uh, mid-40s uh-huh. and see what happens. Uh-huh. That sounds about right. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. There was, a, there was a superhero. It wasn't a superhero. He was like a minor character. I remember when I used to read comic books when I was a kid, there was mm-hmm. a character that had the ability to like, he could convince somebody, uh, like in a business negotiation, like he could like he can make deals. He basically he can make deals happen. Wow. But the the trade off was then afterwards he got like a really awful nosebleed. What? Yeah, that's the aftermath. That of was it? the after. I can't remember the name of the character, but I remember reading about. That sounds it. like a terrible super character. <laughs> he was. I think he was like the manager of like the Justice League or whatever. And uh, but I was like, that would kind of be an amazing 
trait to have out here because then oh, I can just make be business deals. deals done. <laughs> I just carry lots of Kleenex. Constant nosebleeds. Everyone's <laughs> yeah. like, he's a cocaine addict, but a great negotiator. Yeah. Well, that would just be like, he's perfect for Hollywood. He I makes deals know. and his nose bleeds all the time. <laughs> <laughs> What's your Zodiac sign? I am a Libra. Oh, same. I know because we have like the same birthday. Yeah. I just did a, ch- a star chart reading. Highly recommend to oh. anyone out there wondering if they should do one. I'm a, I'm a double Libra. Ooh, a double. So you're equally balanced. Yeah. I have no fire in me. And that's why, <laughs> yeah, I don't have any fire. So that's, that's why really I need funny. to surround myself with people who have fire. Also, uh, Johnny Carson, double Libra. Double Libra. Yeah. I was like, that's cool. This was already worth it. Star chart reading. <laughs> So what's involved with the star chart reading? They just find it's, out when when exactly you were born? Yeah, it's this amazing woman that Hannah recommended to me. And she and we did it over the phone. She had no idea about who I was before right. it. I just told her when I was born, what time I was born, where I was born. And she went through uh, and described my personality very, very exactly. Well, that sounds cool. Yeah. I would do this. It was really cool. And then she went was on. Was it expensive? Slightly, yeah. Okay. Um, And then she went on to tell me some of the major moments that are going to come up for me in the next like eight to 10 months. Yeah. It was really cool. And it is slightly vague, but then you can also ask more specific questions and she can get clarity on that for you. That's cool. Yeah. It was really cool. Highly recommend. It just gives you a better understanding of yourself a little bit. Cause a lot of it was stuff like I already know about myself, but then hearing a complete stranger say it really made it confirmed in some ways, but also being able to talk it through in a way that's like, this is why this is great about you and how you should be using this or finding out how you can use this. That sounds cool. I mean, I would definitely be into, I've gone to like palm readers yeah like just randomly as like have you on a lark in new york like two or three times in my life and every i'm always so suspicious of the ones in new york that have like the neon sign mm-hmm. in the front i'm like how and they're like palm readings ten dollars mm-hmm. how are you actually making enough money to keep that storefront in new All york right, so i have a story about this okay because where i used to live in east village i used to live above a palm reader really and had that exact same thought one night, mm-hmm. um, it was like a weeknight too. I used to s- smoke. This was many, many years ago. Uh-huh. I went outside and had to have a cigarette on the, the, the stoop and uh, a Bentley pulled up. What? This was at like 2.30 in the morning on like a Wednesday. Okay. And then a, a pretty well-dressed guy got out, went into the palm reader's office, uh-huh. couple minutes, left holding a bag and then drove away. And then I was like, oh, your drug dealers. Oh, now, like that makes so much more sense. That is my thought. Was like <laughs> this has to be a front for something. There were a couple of restaurants like that in Brooklyn that were hilariously obviously a front, where it's just old men playing chess out front. Right. Not a single customer sitting down eating anything all day. Yeah. And you're like, how do they possibly stay in business? They have this whole like whole restaurant to themselves and yeah. there's practically this whole building. How do they make enough money to pay rent? And then you're like, oh yeah, they're very clearly yeah. <laughs> trafficking some drugs back there. But you know, I, I didn't see any. And so when I tell people that they're always like, well, you don't know, maybe he went in there and got a reading <laughs> at two 30 in the and morning. And she paid him. <laughs> right. Uh, there is, there are, um, I but went, they live there. That's the other thing. I think that part of the reason they were able to afford it is because they, probably have lived there for years and years. Yeah. Cause I, my original apartment was literally right above them Yeah, and it was awful cause they chain smoked. Was it rent controlled? Um, that apartment I was living in. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah. That's nice. It was like an, it was one of those really cool, like older East village buildings too. Yeah. Um, so it had like the, that like really amazing, like, uh, tiled, um, like staircase and stuff. Oh, cool. It's since been gutted 
unfortunately. Um, I know. <laughs> Progress. But um, I remember when I, I lived like right above them and, you know, they had like a baby, like their entire family was in the back there. Right. So I think that's part of the reason it's sort of like, eh, two for one, we get an apartment right. and a business because right, the right, business right. is literally just like a couch in front of a, a, a piece of drywall. Yeah. I was, I've never been inside of one and it's always a shade covering it so you can't see inside. Yeah. So you're like, what does it look like in there? Do but I even said, want to know? I've been to a couple. Mm-hmm. I've never gone to that one just because it was just like, eh, yeah, neighbor. What if she says something weird? I have to see her <laughs> every day. Right. Uh, you'd be like, you're going to die soon. Um, and it's always been sort of like eerie how um, accurate it's been. And really? I'm not really a believer in that kind of stuff. Sure. But um, yeah, it's always been a little bit like, whoa, that's crazily accurate. Yeah. I try and say I'm, I get very gullible. Like I'll believe anything anyone tells me. Sure. And so I try and maintain some skepticism. I've done a tarot card reading out here with someone that was recommended that actually uh, does a lot of readings for a lot of celebrities. Mm -hmm. She is amazing. It was truly one of those moments. I would do that too. That sounds fun. Yeah. And because she had been recommended by a friend that had been going to her by Nikki Limo, actually, that was on the podcast. Okay, yeah. Nikki had been going to her for years and years and was really, really had seen a lot of, you know, the reality of the predictions come true. And so I I went and, I, you, know, you know, there's no like list online that tells you how to be or what to do in those things. So right. you just sort of sit. And I always try and stay a little quiet so that I'm not giving them information. For some reason, I want to be like, prove yep. to me what you know yep, without yep, me yep. saying anything. Um, yeah, so, you don't want to, you don't tip your hand. No. And that, cause I feel like that's like the, I'm getting John- an, I'm getting an M vibe. Yeah. What's the Jonathan Edwards thing? Yeah. Like crossing over? M or V? Uh, <laughs> yeah. V, V, uh, No, P? D. I meant D. I meant P? D. P. And it's like Definitely it's- P. Wait, my, my brother's name is Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's a brother. It's a brother. I could see it's a brother. You guys are brothers. You're <laughs> yeah. related. But he's it's not a brother. dead. Okay. Then a father, maybe <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Paul senior. Yeah. Um, do you have any rituals? Do I have any rituals? Yeah. Or like things you do? Um, Not really. In fact, that's like one of the things that I'm bad about is like getting into a routine. Well, any like little isms that you do like before you're going to shoot something or like um, before you do a a show or something if you're nervous or uh, I guess that sort of thing. You like to dress well. We talked about this earlier. You like to dress like Paul Feig. I do. Inspired. Well, I don't dress like Paul Feig. Paul Feig likes to wear like the whole three piece. I just like yeah. to look nice. Yeah. What's that like? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I just. I I just decided one day that I was just like you know I'm trying to like trying to like dress like a schlubby kid. Yeah. I want to look nice. Yeah, because I feel like there are two types of professionals, especially in Hollywood. There's like the zip-up hoodie comedy writer look. Yes. That's just like kind of sloppy. Yes. But like uh, there's actually, you know, a lot of effort pulled into this like effortless quote-unquote look. Yeah. And it's so generic in my mind now. It was a conscious decision because, and the same thing with the beard. I grew a beard on purpose Mm -hmm. because. Did you? Yeah, because when we, we worked together in New York, I didn't have a beard. That's right. I'm so bad about remembering men's facial hair specifically. You could come in tomorrow with a clean shaven face and I wouldn't notice. That's funny. You would have to tell me and prove to me that you had a beard today. That's really (laughs) funny. Um, But I was, I think because I look a lot younger without my beard and obviously my beard is pretty gray. And um, I just made the conscious decision after like, um, I was just dealing with 
sort of a bad experience where I was kind of getting jerked around with this, this guy who was just basically, I felt, I felt like I was being treated like, Hey, he's just some fucking kid, whatever. Right. And then I, I just, I got annoyed by it. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to do the whole director thing. Cause I don't know if like the whole like beards on directors mm-hmm. came about because that's a thing. Yeah. It's a oh. thing from like those, like those seventies directors. So it was like, um, you know, Spielberg and George Lucas and all that. It was all like a conscious decision mm-hmm. to like, as a way of like, we're, they were like scrawny, like little 20 somethings. Right. And they were concerned about having respect on set. Mm. And so they grew these like really lush full beards. <laughs> so they would like look a little bit older. Really? And have, command more respect. Um, and I never put much stock into it. And so I was just like, fuck it, I'm just going to do it. And yeah. so I grew up my beard and it was like instant. The, the respect the difference. change? Yes. Respect level got... Like uh, I, I could really... And, I, and maybe it's placebo effect. I don't know. But it yeah. really did feel different. Interesting. In in my interaction. The people just took me more seriously. Like, hmm. um, because, I don't know, they they, they they saw... Subconscious kind of like... Yeah. I huh? really think that that's true. And that's one of the reasons why I've been hesitant to shave it, even though it's really annoying. Does it itch? Maintaining a beard. No, that's not what's irritating about it. It's just... It's so much easier to just shave. Really? Than it is to like maintain. Oh. To manscape. You do the manscaping. What? Well, isn't that what you <laughs> call it when you like shape a when beard? It, I guess so. Yeah. Manscaping always sounds so gross to me. Yeah. I think that could also mean like, you know, the rest of the. The rest of the hairs. Yeah. Speaking of hairs, what would you call a book that you wrote? What would be the title? The, a book that I wrote. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> that's great uh someone transcribe that how do we get that i would say okay a book that i wrote krampus uh, an autobiography <laughs> yeah i would do oh god what would it be um would you ever write a memoir uh absolutely really 100 <laughs> percent. i have some fucking weird stories really yeah i was on i was anna Kana has a podcast yeah and she interviewed me because i had this old life and news. Right. I know, which I completely forget about because we met through my damn channel. And so to me, your life started then. (laughs) 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 I know nothing of your history other than (laughs) you're from New Jersey. (laughs) That's, that's really funny. Uh, yeah. So I had this whole other life before I, you and I met in news Yeah, and that was like the, that was the year that I stopped doing news. What made you stop doing news? The, the, the live show was full time. Oh, That's literally the only reason. And had you, what did you enjoy doing news? And being I did, in that but I world? was burned out by the time. I can imagine. Yeah, by the time I got done. So by the time I got done, I was I was finished with it because it, it, it it's really cool. It's a really cool job. You get amazing access to see a lot of things. Like, right. um, I might have mentioned this before, but like, do you remember when like Anthony Weiner had to resign? Yeah, because of like the photo scandal and all that. I was there at that press conference. Really, like, I shot that press conference. Whoa! I remember like seeing a clip of it. Um, recently, I forget he was in the news for something. And, um, I was like, that looks like my microphone. And I was like, oh, right. That is my microphone. I was there. I forgot. Um, because I had this whole other life. That's bonkers. Yeah. I've, I've like, I've interviewed really interesting, like I've interviewed like presidents at the UN. I've interviewed. Have you really? Yeah. What has been, I guess then in that life that you lived, yeah. what was one of the most interesting interviews that you did or like the worst or best something that just like really. Here's a funny story. Okay, so here's a this is an interesting story about uh, Rudy Giuliani. Okay, so I met Rudy Giuliani because he was doing a like a book tour, Mm -hmm. and um, he he came into the studio and he the first thing he did when he got there was he walks around and introduces himself to every single crew member. Wow, and um, super friendly, 
really nice. I was wearing my Yankees hat and he was just like. <laughs> Purposefully? No, not on purpose. I was just, you know, it was yeah. an early morning shoot. And so uh, he comes up to me and says, I was like, hi, my name is Jack. Like, oh, nice to meet you, Jack. Hey, I love that hat. Um, and then that was it. And then we shot like the media tour or whatever. Because uh-huh. like it was one of those things where it's like, we, you know, joining us live from New York is Rudy Giuliani. And he sure. was in whatever, um, you know, morning show for like whatever, Phoenix, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then so several years later, he was in the news again because he was doing a he was like going he was like consulting for like um the police in Mexico or something like that. So he comes to a completely different studio. Oh, I think you told me this. Yeah. Have yeah. I told you this? Maybe. But I don't think I've told it on the show. Right. No, no, no. So he comes to the studio, um, a completely different studio, does the same thing, goes around the room, introduces himself to everybody. And then he gets to me and I'm not wearing a hat. Uh-huh. And he goes, oh, hey, Jack. How about those Yankees? What? Yeah. So he's one of those guys that has like photographic memory and categorizes everyone that he meets. Certainly did for me. Wow. I blew me away. That's impressive. Yeah. That's something I, that's the superpower I wish I had, could have is remembering people's names and faces yeah. and where I've met them before and in what context. Ditto. I'm a lot closer. I'm, I've gotten better at it because I think that's something you can actually train yourself to do. Yeah. It's just a matter of becoming very present in the moments mm-hmm. when you meet people. Yeah. I'm awful. I'm the worst. I'm, I'm bad at it too because- I get nervous when I meet new people and I tend to think about myself. Same. Not about them. And that's the key is you have to think about them. What are they saying? Right. I'm more, I get concerned in my brain about how I'm coming off in that, in the initial moment of saying hello. Yeah. And I never, oh, it's so bad. It's so, so bad. It's now gotten to a point where I just say nice to see you to every single person I meet. Yeah. That's, that's the worst when someone comes up to you and you know, you should know who they are and uh, you can't remember. Or if you're like in already in mid conversation and you still don't know this person's name that you're talking to. I always try to introduce me too. a friend or someone nearby that I know just in the hopes that they'll say their name. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, Hey, uh, Kevin, this is, Hey, this is my friend, Kevin, um, meet each other. I don't want to say this person's name. I know. (laughs) I try to work buddy into, uh, like just my regular speech all the time. So it doesn't oh, yeah. seem like I'm doing it. I'd be like, Hey buddy, how's it going, man? <laughs> uh, Cause I always say that, uh, when I don't remember someone's name. And so I also say it when I do remember your name. Yeah. Uh, so that, uh, no one's wiser. I say, Hey boy, Hey girl. <laughs> really? Yeah. It becomes, but it, it's so stupid. That's I say so it in like the mocking way of trying to be like, Hey girl. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah but yeah. it's because in the I don't know the voice. Name. Yeah. Um, Now, Jack Fair, you get to answer the questions that everyone gets to answer before we take a quick break. Uh, Who would you, Jack Fair, most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Okay, so ever since you started asking this question. (laughs) Have you been thinking about your answer? And I haven't had an answer (gasps) until I went to New York. Uh Uh-oh. So I went to New York and I went to see a Broadway show (laughs) Uh with uh, Chris Kendall. Okay. And... It was the curious incident of the dog in the nighttime. I oh. recommend it. Okay. <laughs> um, and there was a dude sitting behind me who was just not into it. Oh, God. Not into the show. And uh, he felt the need to discuss it with his wife oh. about how. Okay, here's the thing. He is excellent, the actor in the play. Yeah. He is excellent. But this, this play, it's not for me. <laughs> and also, it's not child appropriate. <laughs> and they brought their like grandkids or whatever. Uh, and I was just like, 
Yeah, okay, we got it, guy. Yeah. Enough <laughs> with your fucking review. I'm trying to watch the show. I would 100% throw cold spaghetti. It at would that probably, dude. he would have been like, you know what? I see your intention. Cold spaghetti in my face? Not for me. <laughs> Not for me. Not child appropriate. Uh, a warm spaghetti would have been more would have been more effective. I hate that. I hate when Ugh. people feel like they. It's so selfish where they it feel really like is. they need to audibly comment on everything. That's what happened when I was at the Taylor Swift concert with Mamrie. There was a guy with oh, a I girlfriend. Know. You show me the photo of this dude. <gasps> this kid was the <laughs> fucking worst. Like the worst. Like I seriously hope that girl broke up with him yeah. immediately after that me concert. Because it was the entire- I hope the next girl breaks up with him too. Yeah. That's just I hope up. he finds happiness in something because he was fucking miserable and had to make sure it was known every five Here's minutes. Here's the thing. You can be miserable. To yourself. To yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't, we don't need the running comment. And the other thing that I would have said to the guy, if, you know, I wanted to get into it, mm-hmm. not that I do, <laughs> but if I did, I would have been like, you can just say it once. Yeah. We heard you. Yeah. We heard that you don't think this show is very good and that it's not child appropriate <laughs> and that the lead actor is very good. Okay. You don't have to say it eight times. Yeah, we got it. We got we it. We totally got it. When you can repeat yourself, it doesn't make it different. <laughs> yes. Um, and now I'm sure everyone is dying to know, Jack Ferry, we got to hear your worst <laughs> pants shitting experience in three words or three small phrases. I don't believe you've ever mentioned it. No, I never have. Okay. All right. Do- so here's the thing. <laughs> when we first started this show, yeah. originally- it was your worst shit story. Yeah. And then somehow it became pants. Because here's the thing. I have a pantsing story, but it's not very interesting. It would just be like. Then this extends to worst shit story. Because I have a great worst shit story. Great. Which is better than my pantsing. Because the pantsing story would just be like really, really sick, ruined pajama bottoms. You know, and it's like. <laughs> eh, okay. It's a great log line for a film starring Adam Sandler. Right. <laughs> um, whereas my worst shit story. Yeah. Tell me about it. Uh was okay three words three small phrases three words three small phrases would be first date Uh uh-oh no toilet paper Uh uh-oh trash can oh i got a visual isn't that better (laughs) that is better in that it's absolutely worse yes that's what i mean that's what i mean well that's fantastic we're gonna take a super quick break and when we get back we're gonna hear Jack Ferry, respond to your guys' questions, because you have a lot of them, I'm sure. And hopefully, uh, Mitchell Davis might swing by and hang out with us so that uh, someone can goddamn Jack check this podcast (laughs) episode. Need to get a Mitchell check. Please. We'll be right back with more Not Too Deep. All right, good news, everyone. Uh, finally, our producer has shown our up. Our producer oh has gosh. finally shown up. You're not going to believe the day I've had <laughs> You're not going to believe it. It's just like T. Cruz was on me all this morning. That's Tom Cruise, if you don't, oh. if you didn't catch that. Oh, I didn't. T. Cruz. T. Cruz. It's just been a sitch. It's been a real sitch. It's been a sitch? Yeah. Well, we're happy that you're here now. You're safe now. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. The Uber I had here was so pleasant. Was it? It was a nice nice Uber He played Christmas music the whole time. And at first I hated it. And then by the end, I was straight jamming with the guy. (laughs) Did they they play that classic Christmas jam? Yeah, it was just. Yeah, that one. That's the one they got. That was exactly what it was. My favorite one. So good. I know all the words. Mariah Carey. I think you made that up. Beautiful voice. 
She's beautiful. Uh, well, we're back with the second half of Not Too Deep with yeah. Jack Ferry. Um, and we're going to answer some of and your- And producer extraordinaire. Mitchell Davis. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Mitchell, have you been so excited to be the producer? You have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. I'm ecstatic. People at home don't see it because it sounds the same. Yeah. But I'm on fire right now. Yeah. Literally. Literally on fire. Yeah. We you do should not do have good fire yeah, No, it's hot. It's very hot. <laughs> I just bought that chair. Yeah, I know. It's for Christmas. Why am I doing this? <laughs> uh, well, we just talked for a half hour and caught up without you. Damn it. Which was maybe the fastest half hour of my life. It yeah, went by so quickly. It flew by. Um, it's that seat. It's, it's the that, seat. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Over here, I feel like it's going to take forever. For, uh, and we got to hear Jack's worst pants shitting story in three words. <gasps> yeah, and three you small missed phrases. it. You know what? I'll get to, I'll get to check it out on the podcast. Yeah. You will. Listen to that. Subscribe. Um, okay. So now we're going to answer some of the questions that you guys have tweeted at us and they're really good. Oh, good. Um, some of them are uh, a little bit more serious, I guess. Um, but we'll start with this one. Okay. I think you might have a great answer. What is your most important advice for freshmen in college? Oh, okay. Um, cause you went to NYU. I did good NYU. Yeah. Which I'm sure was a crazy experience. It was awesome. Um, here's the thing. This is the year where you can really like set your tolerance level for alcohol. So <laughs> I thought you were going to say for the world. I was like, uh, this could go either way. Uh, freshman in, I feel like freshman's the year that you like fuck around literally like sexually and like professionally, mm. like give yourself permission to kind of screw things up and figure things out. I would say, yeah, I think you need to be, here's the thing. Well, when's this podcast coming? It's podcast is coming out um, like right after Christmas before New Year's. So. Before New Year's. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can check that. That's for sure. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a fact. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. We just got Jack checked. So if you're a freshman, then you're already a freshman and you've been a freshman for the first semester. Yeah. I would say this. The thing that I learned about freshman year was um, it's really intense because you're away from home. Yeah. And so you have like all these new people in your life. It's a lot of new stuff at once. And so you're like, these are going to be my best friends forever. And some of them will be. Right. Most of them will not. Right. That's, yeah, that's, that's very true. Including a lot of the ones that you think will be. <laughs> yeah. Don't be afraid to like stop being friends with people that don't make you feel like good. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it'll, and it'll, it'll surprise you who you end up like staying friends with. Yeah. Sometimes. Like there'll be the people who be like, I can't believe we've been friends this long. Yeah. Um, Cause I think it's friendship is one of those things that kind of, it chooses you. Mm-hmm. So don't force it. That's what I would say. That's good advice. That was beautiful. Thanks. Very, very. Friendship chooses you. Was too it? deep. Too, too deep. deep. Yeah. Eject. <laughs> uh, okay. Jack Ferry, what do you think was the best not too deep challenge? Ooh. That's a tough one. That's a great question because there have been many a times where Jack has like texted me in the middle of the night be- like with a few ideas for games. Yeah. Just being like. What some, is- some of our best challenges came from Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> the human Christmas tree challenge was you. That was fun. Yeah. We've, was really we've fun. had some fun times on the porch brainstorming yeah. like challenge games, like gracifying games is what we've been doing. Yeah, basically. I think. Um, hmm. I can't remember. I blocked so many of them out. <laughs> I, I thought the one that was the most fun, actually, that was just the most fun was who tweeted. 
with Who Kingsley. Did? Ooh, that was oh, a really, I loved watching Because you could that. play it at home. Mm-hmm. That was really fun. It was also very educational. Yeah. I learned a lot about people. Uh, yeah, that one was really fun. I'm trying to think back to the ones that we did at the YouTube space. Oh, one of the, like, the most fun in the absolute worst way possible was the sardine challenge with sorted oh, food. Oh, yeah. Man, that, that was, was awful. Yeah. Oh, but I do have to say, and this isn't biased because Mitchell's here, one of my absolute favorite challenges was the cakeover challenge. Oh, yeah. That, oh, was, yeah, that was amazing. Gosh, that was so much fun. Well, the, It was so elaborate. It was so, it didn't make any sense. And then also <laughs> the fact that you weren't informed on what was happening yeah, before was you got there. Great. Yeah, there was another level of. Yeah, <laughs> like, they were like, don't worry about it. Just put this poncho on. Yeah, and I was already just like, <laughs> I had just found out what was going on, like yeah. just about the podcast, like not yeah. even an hour before. <laughs> and I missed that about our show now that. People kind of know what the deal is. Well, you always love surprising them. That's not my jam. I do not like surprising people because I get anxiety about putting myself in their shoes and having to deal with the pressure of what is about to happen. Well, what we used to do before the podcast came out was I would send these emails to people being like, um, they didn't know what the name of the show was. They just knew it was no, Grace's podcast. No, it was like podcast. a big secret. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'd be like, just, just come open. It's called and Hashtag willing, Secret Project. Just come open and willing to talk about things. Um, <laughs> you know, it's really important. Honesty is really important. Don't worry about being funny. It's just what's really important is this, like you're just open and willing to talk about stuff. Yeah. And so people thought it was going to be like this really deep. We all like, thought it was going to be a Rhett and Link situation. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, then they, and then they sit down there and you're like. And Rhett and Link especially. You hot dogs for fingers or pencils for fingers? <laughs> yeah. and they're like, what the fuck is this show? No, I was on the other <laughs> Would you throw spaghetti at? With Red and Link. So it was like, we were back to back. And I just remember we were both sitting there like, oh, oh, this is the show. Okay, we were fooled. I think, yeah, it's funny (laughs) that the podcast is like indirectly inspired by Red and Link's podcast because they were by far the most confused guests we had. They just kept looking at me like, what? What? (laughs) Why? Why would we answer is this something? The, is this like the that? question, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they were the ones that they were afterwards. They were like, "That was really difficult." I was like, "It was." I thought it was like stupid and fun. They were like, "No, it was really hard to feel like on." I was like, "But that's the thing. You don't have to be on. Yeah, exactly. There's no on." Because uh, then, because when we did Tyler, Tyler Oakley would just just. You can ask that kid anything. He doesn't care. Premium for two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Immediately, out of nowhere. I wear my umbilical cord and I swish it around oh on stage. Oh my God, so good. What? And, oh, I- and every letter has an accent because every letter is important. <laughs> So funny. I really liked the um, the cotton ball challenge with Rhett and Link yeah, too that was great. because they really commit when they do challenges oh, yeah. and just Link screaming and trying to like <laughs> flop cotton balls on his head <laughs> was, was good times. so funny. He really had no clue how many were in that thing yeah. ever, ever, uh, never. So it was so funny. And he was just like, I'm dominating. I'm dominating. <laughs> yeah. And it's just nothing yeah, happening. He was doing so well uh, and he yeah. wasn't at all. I also really liked um, the challenge with Vsauce. Because oh, yeah, that was amazing. He is such, you know, he's such an intelligent human being mm-hmm. that you don't expect him to just like <laughs> blindfoldedly <laughs> pop a bunch of balloons on the floor with me. And just the fact that this amazingly smart man is crawling around on his hands and knees trying to pop balloons. Oh, I will say one of my other, I'm just thinking through all these challenges now. They're all coming back to me. <laughs> yeah. The rubber chicken one with Ollie oh, God. in the room. Like the funniest part is just us like idiots blindfolded <laughs> trying to find rubber chickens and then there's like six adults off camera just watching, watching us happen yeah. in my defense for that challenge <laughs> what is your defense i was not in the room when they hid the chickens 
So if I was, I would have, cause we brought, I brought you in, remember? Or no, I brought Ollie in and Chester brought you in. Yeah. And when I walked in, I was like, why did you put them in such hard places? This is this well, is going to go on forever. They, and it did. It lasted we forever. We shot for 25 minutes. Oh and it, when you watch it back, it's literally like us screaming, like, are we close? Are we close? And we're touching a wall and the chicken is two inches above us. And then we walk away from yeah, it. It's and so it's, frustrating. Uh, okay. Uh, JackFerry99 on Twitter. Mm. How emotionally scarred are you from Not Too Deep? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Oh. There's nothing. No. If anything, this has healed a lot of wounds. Yeah. I feel like he's grown as a human. Yeah, so, this is like tell. the most. This is the silliest thing I work on. So uh, there's no no scarring. It's like a great release, especially when there's wonderful guests. Like, yeah. The next question is, what is in the funniest episode to record? And for me, it just the first one that comes into my brain is the one with Nikki Limo. Oh yeah, that one's great. Because somehow we just like got a case of the sillies and mm-hmm. we're just giggling the entire time about George Bush getting shoes thrown, thrown at, at him. Thrown at him, yeah, that was amazing. And that, I just remember laughing about that for hours after the podcast yes. was done too. But for some reason it got me so good during the episode. That was a really fun episode to record. Yeah, I mean, I have, I have fun every time, honestly. It's uh, great to see how people react, I think. Who's been the most surprising guest, in your opinion? Um, the most surprising guest. Recently, Troy was great. Oh, yeah. Troy was amazing. He Just the things he said with, like, such meek confidence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, soft he's like, teeth. I have soft teeth. I love flossing. I love flossing. <laughs> like, what? Are you for real right now? Yeah. I've, I have a baby character that I've done my entire oh, life. Oh, Bubby. I love Bubby. What? Yeah, that was amazing. He just was, getting to edit that, I was uh, just like blown away with his little like movement. I know. <laughs> yeah, he was so like, good. do you want me to do it? You want me to do it right now? Like, of course. Game, yeah, because yeah, his body is like five toothpicks glued together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I would say I really like Gabby's oh, her, ghost her. stories. They Listening, were great. That freaked me out. That yeah. was amazing. That was awesome. Yeah. You were going through the edit with me and every like two seconds, I wouldn't let you get any work done because I was just like, is she for real? Is she for real? Is she for real? And she has more stories on her YouTube channel that are even freakier. I really want to bring her back and talk more about it. I'm afraid to I'd like love to have her hang back. out so with her funny. now. Every I time I see her, I'm just like, is it going to attach on me? Oh, that's why I was like, what did you bring to my house? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she was fantastic. I'm trying to think of other guests. There's We've been had s- so many. I mean, this is episode 51, if I'm not is mistaken. Is it really? Yeah. Man, I feel like it just started. That's I know. Crazy. I know. It's nuts. It's <clears throat> real bonkers when you look back at it. Although 10 of those episodes were like Mitchell Davis. So That's true. <laughs> so so <laughs> there's the best of already being built. <laughs> Yeah, there's a clip episode. Jeez. Um, oh, who, yeah, trying to think, who else have we had recently that was a really great guest that I have to like go back through the archives? Uh, and look Harley through. was really hilarious oh, the way Harley. he approached the challenge. One of my favorite episodes was the live one with Harley yeah, was in really great. Toronto. He was making me laugh so hard that I don't think <laughs> I really talked for most of the episode. I think it was just listening and cackling to his stories. Um, he was, yeah, he was really fantastic. Um, Jack, here's a question for you. Okay. What is your proudest accomplishment? Oh, God. I would uh, say not not too deep related. Okay. Of course. Naturally. Well, then you took my answer. <laughs> hey. Um, my proudest accomplishment. Shit. What kind of shit was it? Whoa. Uh, I thought that was a microphone malfunctioning. Uh, that was your mouth? Sorry. Yes, oh. that was my mouth. Sorry. How dare you? Um, my proudest accomplishment. I'd like to think it hasn't happened yet. 
Oh. oh sorry, that's the worst that's answer. That's a shitty answer, I, dude. I'd say it's that beard. It's the beard, the, the new <gasps> the newfound beard. Well, we were talking about that earlier. Uh, <laughs> it's like the most irritating accomplishment because it's, yeah. it's so annoying to maintain. I would say, let's see, my proudest accomplishment. Um, or maybe it's about to happen. You got a bunch of projects um, in the works. I do have a bunch of projects in the works. Um but I would, I'm trying to pick something that I've actually done. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I did a couple of videos in the last couple of years, a couple of which that I was very proud of mm-hmm. um, because they, they were like new things from things that I haven't really done before. Yeah. Uh, one of which was a short I did called Occupy Alice. Oh yeah. Which Mitchell's in. It's actually. a great short. I was, I was a pharmacist. Thank you. I like it a lot. And Gabby is in that. And Gabby is in that as well. And Arden Rose. And Arden Rose, who's yeah. amazing. And um, so that was really incredible. I had an amazing time doing that. Oh, I would say my proudest accomplishment that you've done. Yeah, I was like, how, where is this going? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let me just take this back and make it about me. No, the thing that I'm most proud of you for accomplishing is probably the last episode of My Dem Channel Live. Oh, the, the one with the, so good. the, the slip, slip and slide. slide. So good. The gifs from that are made some of my favorite moments because we're all covered in shaving cream and you can't <laughs> tell who's who at yep. all. Mm-hmm. And we're like monsters cr- crawling towards the camera. It was uh, it was a really fun episode. That was like an hour long episode. Or oh, something, it was right? longer than that. Yeah. yeah. And it, w- it wasn't Shannon on it too. And, yeah, Shannon and- was there and Beth. And uh, I remember we all went out for drinks afterwards and it was just such a fun feeling yeah. of like, we're done. <laughs> that was such a fun, that was such a fun project to work on. Yeah. Cause we had, um, like our own floor basically was the show floor. Yeah. That was our office. Cause they're like, my name channel brass is on a totally different floor. So because of that, we kind of had carte blanche to do whatever the fuck we wanted. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so, and we were able to just do such ridiculous things <clears throat> like a slip and slide on the show. Yeah. And no one was there to be like, no, don't do that. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, it was really fun. I really liked, uh, what was it? The Christmas special or something. One where we shot a video of Mamrie and I, the one where we were like putting balloons into stockings uh-huh, and tying them around. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. That one <laughs> in like, in my, I'll see gifs of that. And it's just like me staring off one. into space in the background with a thing covered like balloons in stockings tied to my head. Yeah. <laughs> All trying to have adult conversation. Yeah, that was that. But my favorite video I did at my damn channel was definitely the haunted house. Oh, God. Yeah, that was a great one. Just, so many memes. Just because of how actual scared you were. I was, yeah, and I tried to explain it to people. I was like, I really am terrified of like, I'm the biggest scaredy cat. Like, I can't. Yeah. You you lost your voice. Uh, yeah. I was, you I'm, screamed yourself out. Is uh, it for real? Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. She did I a video sweating. after. I was sweating so hard and I just kept trying to get people to do more tequila shots with me before we left for the haunted house. So I was yeah. so terrified. Yeah. And Jack, classic Jack, wouldn't tell us anything. <laughs> and they started filming as soon as we left the Midem Channel building. Like they filmed our whole walk yep. over to the haunted house. Yep. And I was kept trying to be like, no, seriously, what? Like, just tell me one thing that's in there. And he's like, nah. All, the, You'll only see. Thing, the only thing I said was they know we're coming. Oh my God. And we walked in, it was completely empty. And mm-hmm. I was like, Something could jump out from anywhere. Oh, and yeah. they, they raise the temperature in the haunted house. So you're sweating. So like it creates anxiety it's or like. Terrifying. It's terrifying. It is terrifying. It was awful. It was fun. Google it, guys. It was fun. I think it's, if you just Google Daily Grace 
haunted house. house. It'll come up. It's yeah. so fucking funny. I would check, but I, I I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is one facepalm moment from overseeing all of the podcasts? Uh, face- I would love to hear your answer. To okay. This. One yeah. facepalm moment. I'm trying to think of a facepalm moment. Um. I have such a hard time. Okay. Here's one. Yeah. Chubby Beery. Chubby Beery. Instead oh, of that- Chuggy Bunny. Yeah. Which is so obvious. Was that with Mamrie? Yeah. So we did the, the we, we were like, we're going to do like a play on the Chubby Bunny challenge. We'll call it Chubby Beery. And then like as soon as we finished the challenge, oh, yeah. Mamrie's like, so what are you guys calling this thing? Uh, Chuggy Bunny? We're like, of course it's Chuggy God Bunny. Damn God it, damn Mamrie. it. Yeah. We went That's through the whole so episode. so much already. smarter. <laughs> that was a super face Paul moment for me. Yeah. That was, that was really good. Um Facepalm moment for me, I think, was eating the Cinnabon with Flula. Oh, God, yeah. Because all of you couldn't find like any screen grab from that to make a thumbnail just look like some weird fetish film. Mm-hmm. Like there was no way to yep. make it look okay. <laughs> not, a, not a single still frame. No, that wasn't like yeah. weirdly, overly, grossly sexual. It was pretty gross. And that, I remember that I kind of facepalm because it's a surprise at that point to the guests what they were doing. Yeah. And I remember be- him being like, ah, cause we were just talking about how Flula actually is like very in shape. Yeah. And He's we're very like, fit dude. so the challenge is to eat the worst possible thing for your body, the quickest. <laughs> and I remember, and he's such a good sport. And I oh, remember yeah. afterwards being like, yeah, we probably should have asked about that one beforehand. Cause I could tell that he was not even trying to win. And so as a yes. gracious host, I tried to finish as fast as possible. And yeah. I felt Awful yeah. after that. Because remember that was the same day we shot with with Hannah, and it was the salt and salt and vodka ice challenge. Yes, which was really fun. Yeah, but doing shots of salt water after eating a Cinnabon is yeah. like the worst idea. It was yeah the absolute worst idea. Um, Jake Akita wants to know weirdest New Jersey experience. Oh God, where do I begin? <laughs> it's being in New Jersey for anything is pretty weird times. Oh, um, I'm drawing a blank. Do you have any weird New Jersey experiences when I'm trying to think of one? Weirdest New Jersey experience? Um, I I went to college in New Jersey. That's weird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, All right. I think, oh, and the whole, I remember when I was younger, they taught us about the Jersey Devil. Oh, yeah. That's pretty is, weird. That doesn't make any, it's like the, a creature. They don't know if it's like half man, half something. And it's, it's supposed like to live chupacabra. in the woods. Yeah. And it's supposed to live in, in like the, the woods. Pine barrens. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like right next to where my dad lives. Uh-huh. And so I remember learning about it in elementary school and then being like, well, I'm going on visitation with my dad this weekend. Fuck. What? <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't understand like what it actually is or supposed to do or. I don't. No, either. Is it the Tasmanian devil? I think it's just the Tasmanian devil. It's something devil. like that. And <laughs> if you go online, there's um, there's all of these photos that people think they've taken of the actual Jersey devil. It's just like weird shadows in yeah. the woods. They don't look anything. Or it's like a raccoon. And they're like, Jersey devil spotted in the Pine Barrens. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was like, because there's actually a lot of farmland in New Jersey. Not a lot of people know that. But like South Jersey yeah. is a lot of farms. It's really? Kind of, yeah, yeah. It's all like my my... Growing what? <laughs> like <All kinds. laughs> tomatoes? Oh, really? It's yeah. blueberries too. It's yeah. the biggest blueberry. Ha- Hamilton or Hamilton mm-hmm. is the blueberry capital of like the East Coast. Oh, the Boom. more you know. Yeah. Boom. There's a you sign. Schooled. There's That's a crazy. sign, so it's official. Also, my aunt and uncle that live uh, like 10 minutes away from my mom have two alpacas. That yep, they keep on go. their farmland. I don't know if you know so, this, but Jersey's- New Jersey is the garden state. <laughs> it is. It is. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know that. I'm sure there's a billion weird New Jersey experience. Oh, that we don't pump our own gas. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Yeah. You have to, when is, you go to get your gas, it, there's always there's an attendant. attendant. Is it like, oh, like Portland? Uh, is that how it is in Portland it, it, as well? Portland, Oregon, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's always like a totally stoned 15-year-old kid yeah. that you're just like, I, I didn't learn how to pump my own gas until I moved to Los Angeles. Did you think it was super strange? Yeah, I, and I couldn't yeah. the first couple of times. I, Michelle and I actually have a video when we were out here visiting. It's like a 20-minute video of the two of us at a gas station trying to figure out how to pump our own gas. <laughs> to be fair, it is kind of insane. The way the, the, like handle, the lock and the whole yeah, it's and like then a it'll like gun. Yeah, and then it'll all of a sudden turn off and you're like, what? What yeah. just happened? I am surprised uh, that there aren't more incidents because gasoline is... Not a very safe substance. I just think of Zoolander. <laughs> and just people are stupid. Yeah. And yeah, that's what true. I think of too. Um, so it makes sense that they have gas attendants. And it wasn't like it was more expensive because you didn't have a choice. Right. So. This is a good question. Butts? Question mark? Yes. Perfect. Here What's it, your favorite emoji? Ooh. I would love to hear this. Yeah, Jack Ferry, favorite emoji? Favorite emoji. Do you, you want to know my actual actual favorite emoji yes. or should we say something interesting? No. Thumbs no, up. That's one I use the most. Um, I, I know. use that Boring. a lot. I use that one a lot. I use the um muscle arm too. Yeah. Of like, you did it. Woo! That, that one's good. What do you what's yours? Eggplant? Are you asking me? <laughs> yes. It's CD. CD yeah, mine's emoji. the CD emoji forever. Oh, because he's yeah. trying to rebrand himself as the CD Look, emoji. Look, this isn't about me. This is the Jack he's episode. Right. Stop. Okay. Sorry. Stop. Stop. Uh, yeah, I know that's really, I know that's boring. I'm not really an emoji guy. What's your, okay, Grace, what's yeah. an emoji that reminds you of Jack? Because oh, for me, it's always the old TV. The old TV, oh. anything like the gramophone thing. <laughs> like, What are you trying to say, bro? You're just a classic <laughs> guy. You're oh, a good okay. classic guy. Like like the, the martini, I always think of oh. you for that. You know, like the, like the fancy drink. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me, if yeah, there was a pocket square one, it would definitely be you. See, what if there was a pocket square emoji? There, I mean, there then might it, be. It would, you would copy and paste it and Siri would read it as the Jack Fairy emoji. <laughs> I'm going to text you right now. An what emoji. is an emoji? I'm looking through my emojis right now. Okay, everyone's on their Figure phone. But me. I like the uh, champagne <laughs> popping emoji. Yeah. yeah. That new one's nice. I also like the like tiny Michael Jackson that's just jumping. The levitating man? Yeah. It's so strange. Is that, it's Michael Jackson though, it's, right? It's called levitating businessman in suit. <laughs> that reminds me of Jack. That one. There we go. Yeah. Jack is levitating. There, there is the new one with the um there's the the smiley face where uh he's got a green money tongue and oh, two yeah. money eyeballs. <laughs> That's you? No, I sent that to I sent that to Arden and uh-huh. I was like, what the fuck is this? And she said, Oh, I just assumed that was the prostitute emoji. Can I be totally real with you? I That's was... what I named my Amazon wish list is just that emoji face. Is that I swear to you, yeah. Really? Yeah, like you search that list, that's Mitchell Davis's Amazon wish list. When yeah. you when it when you look at my frequently used emojis. Oh yeah. Uh all five time. racehorse emojis. Yes. You're so weird. Man. Yes. You're so weird. Uh, you are a brand of your own. So bizarre. Seriously. I, I recently started texting a lot of the weightlifter that's got its back to us. <laughs> and I texted at the Mamrie and she doesn't have the new update. So she's like, what was that? I That is so, okay. Oh, I, it comes as a, a question mark. Yeah. She's like, I don't know what that emoji was. I was like, it was a weightlifter. You're really missing out. You got to update that update phone. Update that phone. Um, <laughs> Oh, this is an interesting question, and I'm going to add Mitchell to this question. Jack Ferry, 99, what was your first impression of Grace and Mitchell? 
Ooh. Ooh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I don't actually remember when we first met. I remember distinctly. I, oh, whoa, whoa. I, re- I remember <laughs> totally, yeah. You, you, were, you were falling out of a taxi. We <laughs> we, locked we met in the green room of My Name Channel Live. Uh-huh. And uh, I had seen Daily Grace, and I was, like, looking forward to meeting you because I thought your videos were funny. And um, I knew that you were going to be one of the hosts of the live show. And so it was just like one of those getting to know you conversations. Right. And the reason why it sticks in my mind, cause it was just like, Oh cool. So where are you from? New Jersey. Oh cool. I'm from New Jersey. Where in New Jersey, South Jersey. Oh cool. Where in South Jersey. Uh, you're like Woodbury Heights. I'm like, what? Oh, right. Where yeah. did you go to high school? Gateway regional. I'm like what? Yeah. I went to West Deptford. That's insane. My parents live there now. Yeah, yeah. That's so crazy. That was the weird thing. So, uh, yeah. Cause you never say exactly where you're from in New Jersey. Cause no one ever lives near you. You're just like South Jersey. No one in South. It's always North Jersey. Yeah, no yeah, one's yeah. from South Jersey. Yeah. And so like, I think whenever I meet 90% of the time they're from North Jersey. And, uh, so that was crazy that, because we, we'd met in New York, you yeah. know, four years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We never knew each other in New Jersey. But what's funny is people sometimes ask me, like, how did the podcast came to come together? And the podcast came together. At a bar in New Jersey. At a bar in New Jersey. <laughs> Over the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. You got drinks with me and my brother, Tim. Uh-huh. And I was like, I have this, like, kind of idea that I need to flesh out more about, like, wanting to do, like, a podcast. It's also a video kind of thing. And mm-hmm. it just doesn't make any sense. And you were like, okay, we'll do it. And I was like, what? And then we did it. Uh, yeah. That was really cool. It was one of those moments where you're like, oh, if you work with the right people, they get shit done. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Cause we were shooting, we were shooting later that month. Like yeah. we shot in January. When did you first meet Mitchell? When did you guys first? I met him on the live show as well. Mm-hmm. He came in as a guest. That's right. Yeah. And, and I, I remember you had a jean jacket that you brought. Yeah. Cause so you to guys dress like be, each other. You guys could yeah. be. Jeansies. Yeah, and I met you because I was like one of the few guests that was like, I want all my footage. And they were like, you just go talk to Jack in the back corner. And you had like this sliver of an area. That That was was my control room. Yeah, Yeah. it was like, I remember being like, oh, he's the evil genius behind everything. He's the man behind the curtain. Yeah, and you just like handed, I handed you a flash drive and without even looking, it was like you stuck it in the wall. It was like Dexter's Labrador like situation. It was crazy. You pulled a few knobs and then it was on there. But when did you guys like first hang out, hang out? Uh, Like hang out without me? Ooh, We started hanging out at conventions. That's when we kind of became buddies. And then uh, at some point, it was it was just like we need to get Mitchell out in LA. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then and but we became friends and we traveled the world doing the the new form stuff. <laughs> it sounds so ridiculous <laughs> when you say so that. So romantic. We became friends and we, we traveled the world. We, we did. <laughs> we became friends as we traveled the world. Though that oh, was yeah. that was what made it because we didn't double. really know each other that well when no, we first started traveling. Yeah, together. at the beginning it was it was it was. I mean, we knew each other, but we didn't Ooh, know each other. I have a question. What's been your best or worst travel experience with each other? Though? Oh, easy. <laughs> Okay, oh, worst travel oh. experience was uh, in London. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, dude. <laughs> Mitchell had two beers, and then the next morning decided he was too hungover to get on the plane. Look, I hadn't had dinner. We I slept for like two hours. It was one of those things two where I was, I was just like, I'm not gonna. I'll still be drunk when I wake up. I was not still drunk when I woke up. I was very sober and very afraid. That you were I, very hungover. I was oh. so hungover. I thought I was gonna die. Oh, but so that's, that was definitely the worst. I, that's you know such what? anxiety going I'd into say, a plane. I'd say for Jack, though, like learning wise w- with you was, dude, your taste. I didn't realize your taste was so. Taste as in like taste in food? Taste in food, 
taste like he you were showing me food that I was like, this exists and it's delicious. <laughs> well, my like, thing, it's not chicken nuggets. <laughs> so I have a, fr- yeah. I have a friend who uh, used to work. Actually, no, he still works. He works on uh, Anthony Bourdain's show. Oh, cool. And um, he one, when I met Anthony Bourdain one time, um, you know, he gave me like an autograph copy of his book and he inscribed it with and he ate it yeah and then he ate it he inscribed it with eat without fear which i guess is like his tagline or whatever Ah. and then i was like that's kind of a good motto to go on life with yeah for some reason we stuck to it that entire yeah so when we travel whenever i travel now i try to eat food that i wouldn't normally eat yeah it's an opportunity to experience new things and so like yeah we tried some really wild. We had like foie gras in in, in London, which you loved. We had like some crazy. Like we have, we've had bone marrow together. Yeah, bone marrow. Yeah. We've, we've that'll it, bond just you. like. But it's just like things that like me as Mitchell Day. I was just like, I, no, no, when no, in your no, life, no, no. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, that's and a, there was a lot of times where Jack would have me eat it, and then he would tell me what it is afterwards. Afterwards, because he was just like, what do you genuinely think flavor wise? Yeah, here's what you actually ate. That was Kim Kardashian's <laughs> ass. No, it was just like, yeah. just, it was just crazy things that I'm like, what did I, what? Yeah. I just ate that. I feel it's, horrible. <laughs> uh, so many memes, you guys. So many memes. Well, we've come to the end of our episode. I think we've learned a lot about uh, director, producer Jack Ferry. I hope so. And Jack, you get the gift that every guest gets on Not oh, Too Deep. Sweet. And you've had time to think about this. I got to say, it's been, it's changed throughout the, uh, the the months and years we've been doing this. You get to tweet out anything you'd like. But I know exactly what I'm going to write. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I was like, I want to get my phone ready so I can favorite it like instantly. This is, that's a sign of a true producer. That's don't what Jack just, does. Don't just favorite it. Retweet, retweet it. it too. I got it. I got you. I know what's like, up. Like, subscribe, retweet. And while Jack writes out his tweet, I'll tell you a little bit about uh, the challenge that we are doing over on the YouTube channel with Jack. It's called the Challenge Challenge. We will be going <laughs> through some of the best and worst challenges that we have done over the years on Not Too Deep. And we're going to have to race each other to see who can remember. Uh, is it who did that challenge or the name of the challenge? I think we're going to do the name of the challenge and then we have to guess who the guest was. Or who won the challenge. Is that what we're doing? So oh, it'd have to be the guest. It'd have determined. to be the guest because the yeah. winners of these games, are they, I mean, are they winners? Who I think are we're the doing, winners? No one wins. Are we doing, yeah. we're doing bonus. If, You'll if find out if you go over to we'll the YouTube channel. We'll, by then we'll have figured out what the game is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> YouTube.com slash It's Grace. Go check it out. The Challenge Challenge with director-producer Jack Ferry at JackFerry99 on Twitter. Do you do any other social media? Did we break down the 99? What's the 99 about? Yeah, okay, see. so that started because I wasn't on Twitter. I was doing a show. Were you doing um, Brooklyn 99? Yeah, like, I remember it forever. No, I, had a, I created a show called $99 Music Videos. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And the cons- I did one of those. I know. I did uh, Barbie Eat a Sandwich. I know, with uh, Daisy. Care Bears on Fire. Yes, Care Bears on Fire. Those are all real things. <laughs> yes. So that was a show I created for Next New Networks. Um, the idea of it was just what happens if you take a band and a filmmaker, you give them $99 in a day to go make a music video. Sounds fun to me. Yeah. And um, I wasn't on Twitter at the time. And so they're like, you have to get a Twitter account at Jack Ferry was taken. And I have a funny story about that actually. And so I was like, okay, well I'll do at Jack Ferry 99 for $99 music videos. You know, little did I know it was going to follow me for the rest of my life. For the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, But there is the, the, the guy who is at Jack Ferry who I want, that handle so bad. If you're listening yeah. at Jack Ferry, we're going to beat your ass. We the, need it. We're going to tweet at you. Oh no, people thing. might don't actually tweet. So yeah, I, got, no, don't. I got invited to a film festival 
um, for one of my, this is many years ago. Uh-huh. And it turns out one of the organizers of the film festival, his name is Jack Ferry. <gasps> and that is, and the, that's that, the guy? That's the guy. That owns the Twitter handle? Yeah. <gasps> and what's even weirder is he has the exact same birthday as me. What? Ew, yeah. It's Ew. super weird. Ew. That got creepy. It gets even weirder. I'm that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's wow. so weird, man. That's a series of weird coincidences. Yeah. Okay. And so and he doesn't tweet ever and he won't give me the handle and I'm so why? annoyed. Wow. I mean, Jack Ferry, why out there, not the one sitting next to I know. me. Let go. Like you I mean, what if you had to handle Jack Ferry nine nines? It suits you. Yeah, let's switch yeah. it up. You can be nine to nine. Yeah. We got number one right here. Yeah. <laughs> How's that tweet going? It's going great. Okay, after the do the after the tweet happens, we'll give you guys a heads up because things are gonna change a little bit in the new year, not drastically or dramatically. Um, we just have some great ideas. Ideas to get more what? efficient. Wait, what? Getting rid of some dead weight. What? Yeah. Just kind of like a sending the sheep out to the pasture. But this is the internet. You can't change things ever. You know. What? Flipping some burgers. No, I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you did you Not tweet? yet. I'm still Seriously, I'm still Jack. It. Come on. Tweet it already. Jack, you have been on the other side of this. I know. <laughs> you should have had this written like months ago. No, I... I'm sure it's changed or it it's has definitely changed because originally it was going to be um, the what was it going to write around the 100th person who retweets this. I will DM you nude pics. <gasps> oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's that, what I was. That would have been one of those that I'd have a moment of like. <laughs> Do I Tara read this tweet right now? <laughs> yeah, but since then it's changed. Now that, Mitchell loves it. <laughs> Mitchell, you are never getting the opportunity to tweet ever. I'm and, just imagining the person who's like waiting for. But that's like I know. Like, uh, it's like stays at 99 for an hour and a half, and it's then like, it just bursts. I know. It's like. When people call into the radio station to be like the fifth caller and they just sit by waiting for the one like boing noise to yeah, happen to tell them to call. They have like nine cell phones. They're all their friends' phones <laughs> are around them. They're like, call, call, call. Did you tweet it? Almost. Oh Here my it God. Comes. Okay. Were you just doing some spell checking? Yep. That's exactly right. <laughs> just Jack checking his tweet. He's Jack checking his own tweet. Oh man. This is, I, now knowing that that was your first idea for a tweet, mm-hmm. I'm very scared. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's so many things I could do here, but I'm just going to be silly. Okay. Um, but also who knows, maybe this will happen. Nude pics for everyone. Maybe this will happen. And then if it does, um, great. I'm just thinking like you're an influential person. Oh my God. Will you please just send this tweet? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like nervous. I'm looking at my Twitter time. I know. I'm going to break my thumb if I keep refreshing. (laughs) (laughs) Has it gone through? He's making it. Here we go. Tweeted. You tweeted it? There you go. Okay. What does it say? Um, oh, Jesus. Internet. How can we get Jack Ferry 99 a date with Rachel McAdams? <laughs> Let's make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I bet that other Jack Ferry is really wishing he had this 99 handle right now. <laughs> oh, good. Mitchell Davis retweeted my tweet. I should have guessed that. Right? And yes. So. That's an ongoing thing for me because oh. I have a huge crush on Rachel McAdams. Does she have a Twitter? No. 
That's frustrating. Oh, I know. So we really? got to get her on social media. First, we got to get her on Twitter. But first, we got to get her into a date with me. There we go. Okay. Internet, <laughs> you have marching orders. Let's Good luck. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Start a Kickstarter. Do you, ha- do you have a list? Do you have like a celebrity list? <laughs> Oh, like like the my, fi- like your five like your five you get a free pass. I don't even know. Celebrity. I don't know because I feel like a lot of celebrities could go either way personality wise in real life. Yeah, um, just on like a looks level. Like I'm Jack did this to me like two days ago, by the way. And yeah, it threw me off so hard <laughs> to think about <laughs> it. Yeah, because you're just like, well, wait, I. Wait, give me a minute. Adam Adam Brody, I had like a huge okay, crush on sure. from the OC. Wow, mm-hmm. Diane just and patted her heart as hard as she could. Yeah, <laughs> Diane just her pants just melted off of her. <laughs> <laughs> I I saw Adam Brody on MTV's Undressed first mm-hmm. before the OC. Uh-huh. I was just talking about this with someone that he was the first person I actually used the internet to try and figure out who he was. You it creep. Was just, you creep. I know. What a crazy <laughs> concept. I remember seeing him on Undressed and they rotate that cast so much that I kept. I went online to try and search his name as an actor because I could never see it in the end credits fast enough. Mm-hmm. And I just thought he was so attractive. And then like years later he was on the OC and I was like that's the guy. That's the guy from Undressed. <laughs> That I could never I've been find. in love with this whole time. <laughs> yeah, so maybe him, but who knows? Maybe he's a huge dick in real life. Maybe he's a huge dick, not has a huge dick. <laughs> oh, so that would be the only person on your list? I'd have to th- really think about it. For years, I've joked that Sting would be, you know. Yeah, tantric. Sure. But, that'd, I, be a, that'd be a great and I found couple out, of nights. I know, but I, <laughs> I like, found I'm out, so tired, Sting, please. My legs are asleep. I found out over the weekend that he's also a double Libra. What? What? Yeah. So I don't know that. I don't think we'd be a match. I think it'd be like too much Libra too, going too, on. Too too balanced. Yeah. Too yeah. Too much uh, uh, balance some, some happening. A little more fire. <laughs> I need fire. I need that fire. Because you bounce away from Mitchell. Time. Who was yours? I don't remember. You uh, you just you said Scarlett Johansson. I did say Scarlett. Oh, uh, oh yeah, that's like my go-to. But that's so obvious. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Is my go-to. Yeah. She's beautiful. Yeah. 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 I think that's right. <laughs> She's the best. I also really like the girl from uh, Game of Thrones, Amelia Clark. Dormer? Is she the one who's always naked with all the dragons? Yeah. Me too. Khaleesi. (laughs) Yeah, the Khaleesi. All right. I don't even watch the show and I know who you're talking about. And I'm, yeah. You don't watch Game of Thrones? Uh, It's on my list. Hey, guys, hey, hey. Get your own podcast, (laughs) okay? Uh, Uh, This has been really fun. Oh, yeah, it's been awesome. And the fun continues over on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash it's grace. The challenge challenge with Jack Ferry and referee Mitchell Davis. His favorite job is referee and judge Mitchell Davis. <laughs> yes. Well, do, you want, do you want to talk about the, oh, uh, the yes. changes that are coming up? Yeah, I was going to say, we, the, we do the changes. Talk the about changes. changes. Um, well, changes. Sorry. We don't have the rights We don't have the rights to that song. Okay. Otherwise, I was going uh, to chime in. You're right. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Uh, there's a hashtag starting, get Jack a date. <laughs> um, it's out there. This is the worst. <laughs> uh, so the changes. I was gonna. What I was going to do was like, what would our ship name be? And I'd be like, Jekyll McFadden. <laughs> <laughs> that seems weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like I like the McFerry. Because it sounds like a McDonald's. Yeah, yeah it sounds like something I would order and yeah. feel guilty about like an hour later. <laughs> uh, what would you have? I had three McFairies. Oh, God. That's a lot of milk. Yeah, there was so much Oreo in it. It was <laughs> gross. Um, changes. So what's going to happen is uh, not 
nothing too, too different. We're still doing the podcast. Still doing the podcast. That's going to happen. We're just going to cool it on the challenges portion yeah. of it. Yeah. We're going to create parts of the actual audio podcast itself that get used as the video portion. Well, here's the thing. People have been- Tell us the thing. People have been clamoring mm-hmm. for a full video version of the podcast. Yeah. Some people just want to watch the people talking. Right. So you know what? We're going to give that to you guys. Yeah. We are going to start releasing the entire podcast yes. as a video. So if you want to consume it that way, you can. Yep. Um, There'll be a whole schedule announced in the beginning of the year of when those will get uploaded to yeah. my YouTube channel. That, and then the we're not going to do so many challenges. We're going to do more smaller games with people during the actual podcast itself yep. that you'll see kind of as a teaser before the full podcast comes out. But the takeaway is the podcast is still happening and it's going to be better and dumber than ever. Yeah. And you'll be able to, if you really want to watch the whole thing, you'll be able to watch the whole thing. But if you also just just want to keep consuming it the way you've been on iTunes and SoundCloud or it's whatever, it will also be there. So don't worry. It's we got you great. covered. No sweat. No sweat. Just lots of sweating. Not to be that guy, but I didn't hear you. I mean, we were discussing the Mitchell's mm-hmm. Corner. You didn't bring that up. <laughs> uh, well, because the discussion hasn't come to a close. <laughs> okay. I mean, as long oh, as it's still awkward. open. Uh, is, that's, there might awkward. be a more permanent role for Mitchell <laughs> here in the podcast, but that is, you know, we have to put it to a vote and there's a lot of people voting. Yeah. So <laughs> it's going to take a long time. Nobody's raising their hands. <laughs> so get excited about that. And uh, thank you guys for listening all year long. Let us know some of your most favorite episodes that you've uh, enjoyed over the past two years, year, last year. You know, you know basically two years. Whatever or you whatever. Who you knows? You. We'll see you next time on Not Too Deep. Bye, guys. Have a happy new year. Happy new year. What year is it? Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. With Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, produced and directed by Jack Ferry. Thanks to Eileen and everyone at the YouTube space, and an extra special thanks to Flula for our awesome theme music. Too deep, too deep, too deep, not too deep, was Grace Helbig. Whatever struggles you are facing, from depression and anxiety to trauma and grief, BetterHelp can connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, as well as chat and text with your therapist. And anything you share is completely confidential. Best of all, it is affordable, and you will get 10% off your first month with the discount code GRACE. So why not get started? Go to betterhelp.com grace. Fill out a questionnaire to get matched with a counselor that you'll love today. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated. Producer Melissa D. Montz.